This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 685, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, June 5th. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman. This is episode 685. It's my comic reviews episode for releases in the week of Wednesday, June 5th. A short little episode today. Uh, looking back at June 5th, some of the selected releases from that day include Adventures of the Super Sons, issues 11 to 12, uh, Age of X-Men, Prisoner X, Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, number 2, Captain Marvel, Cosmic Ghost Rider Destroys the Marvel History, uh, Deceased, Deadpool, Deathstroke, Domino, Hot Shots, Female Furies, Gardens of the Galaxy Annual Number 1, Incredible Hulk, Last Call, Justice League 25, Marvel Team Up, Meet the Skrulls, Old Man Quill, Savage Avengers, uh, Shazam, uh, Spider- Spider-Gwen, Ghost Spider, Star Wars, Age of Rebellion, Luke Skywalker, The Green Lantern, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Uncanny X-Men, War of the Realms, Journey into Mystery, War of the Realms, New Agents of Atlas, War of the Realms Number 5, and Young Justice. So with all that being said, what did I have a chance to read? Well, that's a good question. Uh, first up, we have Batman. This is issue 72. Uh, this is written by Tom King, artwork by Mikel Yannon and Jorge Fornes. Um, I really enjoyed this. Um, it was a, a, an issue that was, for the most part, just kind of showing us history and how everything in Tom King's run eventually kind of coalesced and that everything was kind of always Bane's plan. Um, the thing about the issue that I guess doesn't work as well, and it, it's definitely trying to show why Thomas is involved here, or Thomas Wayne, um, the only thing that doesn't really work is the artwork by Fornes. I love the artwork by Fornes, I should say, first of all. I, I love his artwork. I think it really has this Lee Weeks meets David Mazzucchelli style, um, which is very cool and very understated compared to Mikhail Yannon, who's you know got big, heroic... Uh, bold characters, and whereas the cinema, this, the storytelling is is very different with Fornes, and I really enjoy it. However, if you're going to have a story all about a, a big fight between Bane and um, Batman, Bane looks too small. Um, Bane's supposed to kind of be this engine of destruction. Um, in most of his iterations, that's what he's been. So he looks really small here. I, I love the artwork here. Don't get me wrong, and the you know the splash pages by Yannon are gorgeous. Um, and, you know, it actually makes the issue read really quick because you have, you know, every time Yenin does artwork, it's a double-page splash. So, But there's a lot of words on those pages, so it does still move relatively, you know, it's not moving too quickly. Um, so I very much enjoyed the issue. I just found that it was distracting to have Bane look so small. Uh, otherwise, I would say this, you know, it's a fantastic show. I'd give it an eight and a half out of ten. Like it was really well written, well paced. It kind of puts everything together. Um, it's just the art on that. It, art's not bad at all. The art is gorgeous. I just feel like it's a bit of a miscast to make Bane look so small because um, it just feels like it misses part of the physicality of a character. You should look at a character like Bane and go, "Oh shit," and not gonna. Oh, he's slightly bigger than Batman. Like we're already dealing with heightened reality in comic books anyway. So the, why the need to make him look so small? Uh, but I'll give it eight and a half. Uh, it was really good. Uh, next up is Black Cat number one, which I really enjoyed. Um, I didn't know what to expect from it, but I I really enjoyed it. I forgot about the recent. Um, uh, Thieves Guild storyline that uh, Felicia was involved with, so I completely forgot about that. Uh, it's written by Jed McKay, artwork by Travel Foreman, uh, Brian Reber does colors, and then we have um, two backups here. We have Black Cat and her perf- perfect purloiners, um, and this is story and art by Nao Fuji, um, which was a cute little story, and then we have a Black Fox story called uh, Leaving Miami, which I actually really enjoyed. 
um, more than I maybe expected to. Um, that was by Jed McKay and Mike Dowling, uh, also with Brian Reber on colors. I thought this was a great debut. Um, really makes you understand like kind of who Black Cat is. It's hard not to feel like she's <laughs> so much more like Catwoman here than maybe ever before. Um, but I like the idea that she, you know, she has these two people that are assisting her with the job, uh, so that they're able to, you know, uh, pull off a heist. Uh, at the same time, they're dealing with Thieves Guild and the fact that their Thieves Guild basically wants um, compensation for the score that Felicia cost them over in Amazing Spider-Man. At the end here, we have uh, the Black Fox show up, and I just I'm always a big fan of the Black Fox, and I'm excited to see how McKay uses him here. The backup story with Black Fox I thought was really interesting. It's kind of a, a retro story with a a very young Black Fox and a, a young Hardy, um, uh, sorry, uh, a young Felicia Hardy's father um, before Felicia Hardy was even born. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm really digging this. This was a solid debut. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this eight and a half as well. This was such a solid fun read. Um, I was I was invested. I thought it was it was easy breezy where it needed to be. Um, I thought it did a great job setting up a, a story for Black Cat. So I'm really excited to read more. Next up, we have Dead Man Logan 8 of 12, which, again, feels like it's two, two, two six-issue miniseries as opposed to one big 12-issue story, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, this is called Welcome Back, Logan Part 2 um, by Ed Brisson and Mike Henderson, and I enjoy this. Um, you know, we have Wolverine's back, and he's dealing with Danny Cage and uh, the Hulk kid who's grown up a little bit. You have uh, Sabretooth on the hunt and, uh, you know, smelling out clues and getting rid of the cannibals and trying to get closer uh, to uh, Wolverine and uh, Wolverine having to deal with, you know, trying to protect the Hulk kid and his healing factor not being what it used to be. I thought this was great. Uh, it was a fun, enjoyable series, or sorry, issue. Um, you know, maybe not the best issue I've ever read of anything, but it definitely was interesting, and uh, I'm going to give it an 8. It was a, you know, a solid, you know, 4 out of 5 for art and for story, so I thought this was, this was enjoyable. Um, and that's it. So it's only been six minutes, so this is a short podcast today, but I don't have a lot to talk about, and it was books I liked. So uh, looking ahead to next week, uh, so releases from the week of Wednesday, July 12th, I for sure will be talking about Event Leviathan number one and Spider-Man Life Story number four, uh, as I've already read those at the time of our recording. Uh, some of the selective releases coming, releases coming out in the 12th include Age of X-Men, Apocalypse and the Extracts, Age of X-Men, The Marvelous X-Men, Amazing Spider-Man number 23, a new issue of Batman and Outsiders, Cat Woman, Champions, Detective Comics, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, Giant Man, um, what else? Uh, Red Hood and the Outlaw, sorry, Red Hood Outlaw, Star Wars, Vader, Dark Visions, Supergirl, Superior Spider-Man, Symbiote Spider-Man, The Flash, Venom, uh, The Punisher, Wonder Twins, Wonder Woman, and X-Force. So that's a lot of stuff coming out in the 12th, so I'll be talking about some of those books in an upcoming episode. Thanks again for downloading the episode. You can rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.